To be the best, you need to play with the best. You might not have your own personal high-level circle of women yet, but you can hang with us on The Female Millionaire Show. I'm Midori Verity, serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and I interview badass female founders and cut through to what you really need to know. So in 20 minutes, you have what can take years to learn. If you're wanting to play bigger, come play with us. Join the female entrepreneur revolution today. Cheers. We have a fun episode for you today. We are here with Sharon Ringer. She is the CEO of I'm Possible Women's Empowerment Collaborative, and apparently she has a new magazine that just launched. So welcome to the show, Sharon. I'm looking forward to hearing all about your journey and where you're taking your business. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us, tell us a little bit about what inspired you or not even just what inspired you, but tell us about your journey of where you started and how you got to where you are in your business right now. So where I started, um, well, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, even as a kid, I did that, but it's like, I wanted to be a wedding planner. So I thought, and I did that for 20 plus years, but I'm still 30 again, just so you know, I haven't, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I did it and it, it, I just found that I was losing my luster and it didn't align with how I was feeling about life. And the one thing that I realized though, was that I still loved helping people, but how did I do that? And a friend of mine had an event, challenged me to do what I had had on my heart for like years, which was to plan a women's empowerment conference. Because in the industry I was in with being in the weddings, I was chapter president for Event Planners Association. I did that for almost three years. And I was like, oh my God, can we just have a cup of coffee and pick your brain? And finally it got to the point where I'm like, well, you know, it's 125 an hour because everyone wanted to have coffee and I can go buy my own coffee and and keep my sanity. But I knew enough to be dangerous, as I always say, and I was always helpful. And I just didn't know how to say no anymore because I was being, I was, I was being depleted and drained. And then to do that in the industry too. So I wanted to do a conference where I could, you know, the one to many kind of, you know, pull that together. And it was great. I decided to do a mastermind to promote it. And when the conference was over, everyone was like, well, when is the next mastermind? Because they had, it it was kind of the start of, you didn't hear about masterminds like five years ago, like you do now. And they were just elated with, oh my God, there's a resource that we can actually, you you feel alone when you're in business. And I think that's what it gave them. It gave them a sense of, they had their own advisory board where they could sit and chit chat and not casually, but literally bounce ideas off of people. And I'll never forget saying that when I even did the uh, the conference, I'm like, you know, and I looked at my husband, I had this big open house and my husband was standing there. And the, the the funny story was he cut his hair the same day. So I was just like, I called him Hans, my boyfriend. And I go, well, I wanted to apologize to my, my boyfriend, Hans, because I had this expectation because I was always sharing. And he's like a deer in headlights and he's, men tend to want to fix and they don't know how to fix us. And they don't walk in our shoes. So it be, it becomes frustrating as an a, a entrepreneur who ha, doesn't have a supportive husband in the respect that they don't understand what entrepreneurship looks like. So this gave women an opportunity to be able to have that platform. And it was safe. I made everyone sign an NDA. And it was great. So that's kind of where I was and how I got into that. 
Okay. So you had a mastermind then, to, you know, we know about the pandemic coming in and, and switching everything around, but now you, it sounds like you are, you're getting ready to accelerate your business. You, know, you talked to, before we started recording, you were talking about having chapters and doing some different things. So talk to me about how it's evolved in your mind. Did you have benchmarks that you, you plan to hit? And then you thought, you know, once I hit this benchmark, then we're going to scale and do this and that, or have you let it just kind of happen naturally? I'm a jump in feet first, head first, pinky first, whatever happens. Um, but I always understood the, you know, the, the mindset around goal ecology of, you know, understand why I'm doing it to at least have that mental sustainability to keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's what helped me, but I've always had, um, like I told you, I just launched the magazine that was on my whiteboard for, I want to say five years. And we have since that after the whiteboard, I sold my house, moved to Florida and it just started. And I moved to Florida two years ago. So there are some things I did plan. And then there are some things that I just jump in like the, 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 when I have the chapters, um, I started having the chapters and they grew actually really fast. I started having multiple and I started seeing things that did not align with who I was as a person or from an integrity standpoint, you know, what I was looking for for my business. So I was like, okay, I need to step back, but I'm glad this happened because, you know, with, with what people think are, you know, is failure or challenges, that's where the, that's where the action happens. That's where, you know, um, it, it just, it kind of lights me up because it's opportunity. It's opportunity to figure out, okay, that didn't work. And while it was very frustrating, I learned so much. And now I can even share with someone else, you know, because that's that's the one thing I love to do is I love to share. It's like I can share with someone else, hey, you can do it differently. You can do it, you know, this way or that way, because this is what I experienced and it didn't work for me. So try this. And that's that's pretty much what even masterminds are, right? We share what we've gone through to help someone else. We leverage the knowledge of someone else's, you know, trials. So that was really, that was pinnacle for me when, with, with my business. Okay. So I totally agree with you. That's one of the beautiful things about small business, right? Is that we can pivot, we can adjust as we need to Absolutely. without, you know, all the cards falling and, you know, we, we can usually adapt fairly quickly. But what was a time when you were, whether it was this business that you have right now or in your event planning business where you thought, good God, <laughs> this is a challenge that I don't know that I want to take on or I don't know what to do or it's just, it's overwhelming me where you felt like you were knocked to your knees. Talk to us about one of those, those type of situations. I feel like when those moments happen and they happen frequently, and I'm a very spiritual person. I believe in God and I don't mean to, you know, I don't want to like make someone feel like that I'm selling that agenda, but I tend to feel like when you're going to do something so great, that's when all the challenges come. So when, because I look at it that way and it, even though it's tough, cause I mean, when I say challenges, especially when I'm doing the business, life is still lifing. And I mean, it's lifing hard. Like, I mean, right now it's like, I am, I have not seen my apartment since May 31st and we've been traveling and we're um, empty nesters. We are snowbirds in the midst of my husband is dealing with a health challenge. 
And even with that, it's like, you know, it's how do you mentally like work through it? And it's, for me, it's like, you know, I tend to go to my faith or I've shared with people that aren't in the same space. It's like, okay, what type of affirmations can you speak over yourself? Because what we speak, it's like what you think you speak and what you speak, you become, you know? And then, I mean, we know, I mean, we can talk about Oprah, we can talk about uh, Steve Harvey, you know, people that don't even speak Christianity, but you do know that there is something to be said about affirmations and things like that. So when I hit those brick walls of Jesus, I can't go another day. Yeah. I literally step out of, I, I step out of that space and I process it for the 24 hours. John Maxwell said it best because I got to see him speak. And he's like, take 24 hours to either revel and relish over something great or to wallow. You're entitled to wallow, but let it be 24 hours. And after that, it's like, what can I do to move this forward? Do not stay in that same stuff. Because as long, I mean, if, as long as you're splashing around in the pig pen, you're going to stay dirty. Mm-hmm. Find the holes and rinse off and go play with the horses, you know, or, you know, go play with the sheep or whatever. It's like, you know, when you're using the animal analogy, it's like, ah. find somewhere else to place yourself to be able to get out of that funk. And it might be getting a good book, a motivational book, or listening to a great podcast, um, you know, um, change your state taking a walk yes just change your state yeah I totally agree and and just getting to the affirmations because I I hear people who tell me I've tried affirmations they didn't work but I'll tell you this I had a huge phobia with speaking on stage and a number of years ago I wrote a book and I was invited to speak on stage I had 18 months Thank goodness I had 18 months. And so I wrote out my affirmations because I was terrified. What would happen is I would get on stage and I'd forget everything. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to, as soon as they ask me, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now how am I going to do this? And so, you know, I, I did all my affirmations and I read them over and over. And I was very diligent about that. In the morning, I read them and at nighttime, I read them. And Lo and behold, I got on stage and I did my presentation. It wasn't perfect, but I yes. did it and I didn't forget. And, um, you know, and since then I've, I've had a lot more experience on that, but, but affirmations do work. Yeah, and do. there are a few things that, that I have found that help with it. One is you need to say only positive, right? Don't include the negative words. Otherwise your brain forgets those negative words and it will skip it. Right. Yeah. And then you have to be consistent. You have to say, I I would say them in the mirror over and over and over at morning and at night. And there's, and the reason why is because your brain waves are in a certain level at that point that exactly um, that help you kind of reprogram your brain, Mm -hmm. right. The, The neurons and it works. And so Anyway, I just wanted to hit on that because that is such a powerful tool as we are getting to that next level, exactly. you know, as, as all these listeners know, my show is about getting to the next level, right? And, and as we get to a next level, we have to change and evolve. The person that we were at six figures is not going to be the same person that we are at seven figures and eight figures and so on, or, you know, at five figures and going to six, we're not the same person. And so we have to have these tools in our pocket that help us adjust. And it sounds like, you know, you're speaking to the same type of people Mm -hmm. and helping them 
um, mastermind and share what works for them so that they can create this beautiful business or whatever their, their goal is, um, so that they can live that life that they deserve and that they want to live. Exactly. Yeah. So I just had to go off on my soapbox a little bit about that. Oh, and I love it. I love so it. Powerful. I love when I meet like-minded women that understand it because it's, you know, I mean, cause I, I teach vision boarding as well. And I tell people all the time, it's like, you need to have it in front of you and it doesn't matter how you do it. You just need it in front of you at all times, because it's like, it's called, um, and I normally say it, like RAS, a reticular activating system. Yes. And it, think of it this way. You wanted this car for a year and all of a sudden you buy the car and then you look and you sit in the, the light and you go, that's my car. And all of a sudden you look and another one's passing by and it's like, because you've activated that in your brain and we don't understand it. I mean, all of the energy, it, it, what makes you get up and breathe in the morning? If we can't define that, just think of what energy does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like electricity is passing through the wall into the light that shines on me right now. That's energy. And it's like, so if that's the case, why not capitalize on the positive part of it and figure out how to flip that switch to ignite and manifest what it is that you want out of life? Completely agree. Yes. And it's, there's so much science behind it. It's not yeah. some esoteric, weird voodoo type of thing. There's a right. lot of science behind everything that you're talking about. And, and it works. Sometimes we need to tweak it. Maybe we don't know exactly the system to make it optimizing for, for um, positive affirmations. There are a few steps that you need to have in there to make, to optimize the effectiveness of it. Right. But yes, I completely agree with you that um, our brains and neuroplasticity and the energy, all of this, there, there is the more that I learn about this, the more that I see it in action, the more That's beautiful, <laughs> blown away I yeah. am at what we have at our fingertips for free. So right. yeah. Okay. So one last question for you, Sharon is what is one key piece of advice that you have for women in creating a million dollar business? Understanding why you want that goal that you set. So many times, and I, I talk about this again with my vision boards and it's, I have, oh, I want to buy my husband a red car. That's not going to manifest because it's his desire. It may be your desire to fulfill it, but because it's not personal to you, if he, because when we get these things, these emotions that we get from like joy and, or happiness from buying the car, if he pisses you off, all of a sudden that's an ugly thing, right? So it's like the things that we want, we have to understand why we want it so much. So again, goal ecology, understanding like, you know, what that all looks like um, from a scientific way. That is that that is so like pinnacle to moving your business forward. Because if you, I mean, I'll never forget saying I, so I had my vision board up and I had done this. I actually had a vision wall and I had these two big golden laden looking picture frames with all my stuff in it and scriptures and all this stuff. And I mean, literally a, a wall that was probably six by eight. Right. And I had my son come and look at it. So I'm like, you're on my wall. And he's like, mom, I told you we're moving to California. We're not moving to Colorado anymore. And I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm not changing my wall. And he called me literally two weeks 
before he was supposed to go hang out with us at our cabin. And he's like, we're moving to Denver. I'm sorry, what? But then we fast forward to, I'm looking at the wall and I'm like, holy cow, I didn't manifest those two things. Well, I decided I didn't want to do weddings anymore. And I'm like, God, if you want me to do this women's empowerment thing, you got to take weddings off my heart because I can't do both. And I didn't even plan his wedding. But when I looked at that, when I said, take it off my heart, I didn't make one red cent. Eight out of 10 things manifested because they were in alignment with what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do weddings anymore because I was just burned out, but I was still pursuing it. And I'm like, oh my God, that was like light bulb moment for me. Like we don't realize that when we're not in alignment, it doesn't matter. You can paste it on your, you can tattoo it on your forehead and it's not going to happen because you're not in alignment with that goal. So it's like, know why you want it and understand what that, I mean, literally associate a feeling with it because that's what's going to help you get, when we have children, when it's tough having these kids around, we still know why. It, we love the heck out of them. I mean, it's mine, not, mine are now 36 and 32. One's going to make me a grandma, the, the, the 32 year old. And it's just like, oh my God, I got a new why now because like, oh, now I'm not, now I'm the, the magazine has to become legacy now because that's going to be my grandbaby's legacy. So that just totally switched that brain power. And I'm like, you should see the stuff I'm working on now for the magazine. Like it switched because I know my why. Well said. Completely agree. That was beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your journey with us, Sharon. And I'm excited to see where you take your business and all the different chapters that you have. And hopefully you'll have some out here in California. Oh, I'd love to come to California. <laughs> thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. This was great. Yes. Oh, one other question. Where can people find out about you? Where do they go? So I would recommend you go to setsmartgoals.com and there they can um, receive what I'm getting ready to put out in uh, November 1st. It's coming out. It's I've always loved journals and uh, planners and all that fun stuff, but I never found anything that was really what I was looking for. So I'm creating my own and I want to share it with others. So it's like, that's just like my give back. So they do that. And then they'll also start hearing about what's going on in the business with the magazine and with I'm possible and all that fun stuff. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.